0: The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM760 presents Wake Up in the Dead
1: with Kubule Ogbayani. Good morning, beautiful people. Let's wake up in the den. Kule Ogbayani. And AC Custodial once again, hey. Wow, two days in a row, the man behind the wheel, racing us with his presence, the one that does it all over here at our um, sister station company. I don't sure. know what it is, technically, yeah. <laughs> for Salem. Uh, yeah. Thanks for being with us on this Aloha Friday. Hope everyone is, you know, staying dry. If you guys don't need to go anywhere, like you don't have to go to work. Uh, please stay off the roads. Keep it safe for everybody. It's supposed to get worse. I know it's pretty bad on the Big Island or Hawaii Island already, as I saw an alert from Hawaii News Now that the flooding is bad where they've already had to close a couple of schools. So we can anticipate that later throughout today, it's going to get really bad right. <laughs> for us over here on Oahu. So please, I mean, if anything, if you have to run out like now to maybe get some groceries or some food or something or yes of course pop into work sorry everyone <laughs> so other people got to go to work too uh i would just suggest doing that but other than that like you don't got to go anywhere avoid this bad weather this bad rain stay safe and yeah they should just like probably we didn't have more uh, you know like how on the mainland and east coast especially they have snow days where they cancel school right. because of snow i feel like rain is like can be just as dangerous in some instances when you have really bad downpours like we're expected to get later today and and tomorrow they should have it a rain day it's Hawaii it happens just stay I, home so you don't have to go anywhere
0: you know what I'm voting for you <laughs> <laughs> you should run for for office and that is a great platform rain yes. day rain gets day a rain day
1: I'm still putting it my my name remember for hype woman for oh for UH athletics Okay. That's, that's my main uh, thing that I'm running for now. It's not a position, right. but I just created it yes. and so for myself.
0: Whoever's the next University of Hawaii Athletics director, we you got your next hype woman.
1: Oh, see, another traffic alert, but this is Hilo. A landslide closes Hilo-bound lane of Highway Belt Road near Honomu Road Junction. Oh, so no. expect delays for... Any of our well, that'd be pretty cool if we have any listeners from the Big Island or from any of the islands for that matter. Yeah. oh thanks for joining us. If you're from any of our sister islands other than Oahu, but of course we love our Oahu peeps. But that would be pretty neat if we have listeners from the other islands and even across the the country and the world. As Alan and I know, one million six and a half listeners worldwide. Worldwide. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Can't beat that. Absolutely <laughs> be happy. not.
0: Happy Lola Friday, everybody. Please drive safe.
1: Yeah, but. Other than that, man, I feel like I mean, I have like all the list of topics to talk about. But at this point, I'm just like looking out there. It is a little blocked, but I, it's almost like I could see through the sign that mm-hmm. it's a little gloomy. And it's a little Friday. And I could kind of see a glimpse of Augie T in the studio next to us. So you know what? Let's get weird. It's just one of those days. <laughs> Let's get weird. It, it, it's, it's a little Friday, but on a serious note, our Paul Brecht, what is happening today and has not gotten canceled is the University of Hawaii football team has their official, unofficial scrimmage um, today. So that's happening out at Clarence T. C. Ching Athletics Complex. Um, if anyone else, if anyone is heading in that direction, they are still holding practice. So you guys can go watch. Mm-hmm. Um You know, if you want to stay dry, you can park or watch from the parking structure. There's an awesome vantage point. And then after that, like, because again, we remind everyone there is going to be no spring game, no Island Day this year. So your only chance to see the Rainbow Warriors play during this time is to go to what they so far have planned every Friday from here Mm -hmm. to the rest of the month is their scrimmages. So... Go out, see that. Um, if not, our Paul Brecht is out there. He's covering it for us. Get some um, interviews following today's practice. And yeah, hoping to bring you more University of Hawaii football.
0: Right. And I like it. Like, let's practice in the rain. They're going to eventually have to learn how to throw the throw the football, to run and shoot with this bad weather anyways. You know, definitely going to take advantage of this opportunity.
1: There's no day off in football. Exactly. No days off. So according to the schedule, the day is on. Once again, the full scrimmage happening today, next week, Friday. And then the last one, practice number 15 on Friday, March 3rd, 7 to 9 a.m. Open to the public. We have not heard otherwise. If you need to get your fix, as I was just telling the beautiful people to not drive and go anywhere. That's why I said if you're on your way, Mm -hmm. practice is going on. But if you're not there yet, then you have next week to go watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I'm just like being like being hypocritical and contradicting myself. Like, don't go anywhere. Oh, but there's there's sc- scrimmage you can watch <laughs>
0: for <It's> football. Okay.
1: <laughs> or you just keep it here for all the latest information. <laughs> you can still keep it here while you watch practice too. <laughs> so um no, but it's it's been a fun time. By the way, I it's not official yet, but you heard it here first. Exclusive? Uh, the, the inside scoop that I got. So, all right, let me... Set the back. Yeah, set the scene. There you go. Um, so normally, right? So every other year, UH Football goes to play UNLV, which yes. is always a big deal. Everyone goes to the Ninth Island, and, like, every, like a lot ton of Hawaii residents go to watch the game from either, like, with who live in Vegas, come over from California, Arizona, like, anywhere around there. You have, That's like, this huge Hawaii following. Everyone loves to go to that Ninth right. Island game right. every other it's, year. Let's, let's be honest.
0: It's another home game for the University yeah, of Hawaii. Yeah, every
1: other—even though we tend to lose, but it's okay. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> but um, everyone goes, and we look forward to it every other year. And even when they, you know— reset the way that they're doing the Mountain West and actually all the conferences mm-hmm. where you're only going to have the same two opponents every year, UNLV is going to be one of them because you can't even you can't change that. You can't change the whole home and away between UH and UNLV. So usually the game is played in November. That like every time Hawaii goes and plays and I actually even when they come here, the game is generally always played in November. Right. So every time Hawaii goes and plays in November. So this year it was announced for this year, right? F1 is on that November. I think it's like the week before Thanksgiving, which is usually around the time when our game gets scheduled for the UH UH-UNLV matchup. And so like that whole time, I'm kind of worried, like, oh my gosh, I hope, you know, administration and scheduling, not only for us, but also UNLV, because everyone needs to be aware F1 The rooms are going to be crazy expensive. There's just going to be high demand, and you're going to like pretty much price out anyone that wants to go watch the game. And like nobody's going to want to go. For myself, I kind of want to go to F one, but at the same time, like it's still going to be ridiculous. Like I can't imagine people wanting to go support our team that bad that they're going to play pay the F one rate, you know, for Mm -hmm. these rooms, and it would just make no sense. And even if you're doing the week before because that's when they're already setting up. So I'm sure the rooms are crazy. And then the week after, say, say it is the Thanksgiving week, like it's just not, it would just suck for like Hawaii people to try to go there where normally it's pretty affordable, sometimes cheap, depending on what hotel you stay at to go. And the tickets to the games are always really cheap, even when it moved to Allegiant and easy to get your hands on those tickets. So like this whole time, I'm kind of worried, like, man, I really hope, I'm just like stressed, like, because, you know, Typical the rest of us. Sometimes you don't always trust marketing and administration to make the right decision and to be Mm -hmm. aware of these things and think of the people. So luckily, it seems like they are thinking of the people. So uh, word on the street is, again, this is not official. So take it with a grain of salt. I won't say the exact date, but you can expect that the game will not be in November. So you can celebrate and it will likely be in september which oh, is even better because the birthday, weather and your birthday month. i know my birthday month and the you know the weather is beautiful in vegas it's not too cold you can still go to pool parties which if that is true you can expect us to be broadcasting live from the circa right uh, out in their cabana which would be awesome The hotel owner, Derek Stevens had already invited (laughs) us to broadcast from the Cabanas at their pool and their massive sports book. Yeah, I'm there. You guys know we're there. For sure. That's where you can get us. Like, we'll be there live that week when UH plays. Uh, Again, I don't want to say the right date before people start booking their flights and be like, oh, you said, I'm saying right now, it's not for sure. You'll know for sure when the schedule gets released, which ironically, yesterday it popped up on my Facebook memories, that this past season schedule was right. released on February 16th of last year. Ah. So we could anticipate the Mountain West schedule Releasing. to be released pretty soon. I can't wait. So and that's stand good, by, you guys. Right.
0: And that's a, and that's a good, great PSA, even though you just probably ruined it again for yourself by, you know... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Telling
1: people. That's why I didn't say the exact date oh i just said it's in the month of september yeah not in not on november so you guys can already anticipate get those you know fingers ready to book your your travel because it won't be in november you won't have to worry about it um right or at least i hope because again this is not officially official this is just the little birdie told me and so far my the the little birdies have been really has been spot on to the information that they've given me um throughout the the last year or so so yeah, uh, you guys will just have to follow us on social media. Follow me at yes. Kugale Agbayani on Twitter um, Our social media at High Sports Radio because that's where we will post when the schedule comes out as well. And so you're welcome. You heard it here first. Yes. It's when in the, the September. When the thumb goes up, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. All right. Uh, moving to a different sport for University of Hawaii, the Rainbow Warrior volleyball team. Another win, as to be expected. However, actually, I shouldn't have started it like that shoot. What happened? I should have been like, what's wrong? They won. I know, but I should have been like, the Rebel Warrior Volleyball team loses a set. They
0: drop a set. <laughs> oh, come on. It's their opportunity. Hey, they
1: snapped a 25-set win streak. They got
0: they gotta, no, they, gotta they gotta give people some reps. They gotta let the I'm backup setter come in, do their thing, rest the
1: starters. Dude, you ain't gotta do Load tell me,
0: management. You ain't got a favorite. I know.
1: I texted Alan. <laughs> so it's funny that he's not here because he probably would have vented about it. Because I texted him when um, I saw that uh, Jakob Tella right. was taking the night off for load management. And it's just like such a bad term to use right now because it does put a bad taste in your mouth with the nba like the nba is just all about load management because they don't care about the fans they just care about revenue and and not just the owners but the players too we've talked about this before that if they wanted to care about the fans which speaking of we'll get to more of the savannah banana thing too but if you want to consider the fans you will cut down the schedule a little bit so that people Mm -hmm. can—more players will play more often. The only reason they sit out is because they're genuinely injured, not this load management stuff. So it's just that word always rubs us the wrong way because of how loosely it's used and thrown around in the NBA. But in the case of the Rainbow Warrior volleyball team, it's a little different. Uh, that's why I'm like, dang it! Why did they have to use that term? Just say, I mean, I guess it's better than saying, "Oh, our good players are gonna rest because we can kick your butt with our second team." <laughs> I don't know. Just, just, just say like, look, he's, I'm benching him. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just
0: going to play this guy, this the backup because he needs reps. Yeah. So- and and this is how you, you know, you you start grooming the, you know, the next year's team and moving forward so we can go back to back to back to back. LeBron James,
1: seven, eight, nine. Let's do it. You know what I mean? We should have found a different name for comparison. Ah! Uh, now, um, uh, But no, but U- UHS, of course, did win, yep. uh, beating Concordia Orvine 25-24, dropping that second set 22-25, 25-15, 25-23. Again, this is without Jakob Tella and actually putting in a bunch of their n- what normally like second team. And got to give a shout out, though. To Choi. Uh-huh. I felt like a proud auntie because like when he got the start and it was cute because I was told his his dad who was in like the Ed Wong room found out he was getting the start and like ran out of the Ed Wong room because it's <laughs> like because he never he rarely ever plays uh he plays liberal he got the start at liberal he barely ever plays but I mean there were times I think last season too he went in like because they just needed him and he he was like front page of the newspaper and they were lifting it up. He had a killer game. Uh yesterday he posted five digs. So yeah, just want to give a shout out there to you Choi and and that's what I mean cuz I know Angry Allen when I texted him yesterday about that. And I tried to tell him I'm like, dude, kind of like what you're saying. This is a chance. It's perfect. Right. The other players get to play. You don't you need to kind of put the players in you never know if or when someone is going to go down with right. an injury and cannot play. And it just, I mean, this if is, you know it's going to be an easy win, I mean, heck, never mind. It, I don't care to say it. This is Division I collegiate athletics. Like, if you know the team is way lesser than you, then you might as right. well just from the beginning, just put in your, your second team or whatnot right. to go
0: and do their thing. No, this is a reward. Anyone that ever played team sports, you know, I... Um, I had a coach that used to, you know, that you would actually challenge the starters to say, "Look, you know, these guys they work hard in practice. You know, the second string, third string, they they do the same thing we do. It's just not their turn, and but they work just as hard, if not harder, than 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 the starters. And so, if you want them to play, then that's the reward. You want them to play, you have we, he used to challenge us. You have to like blow them out. And blow the other team out to the point where, like, okay, we got this, and this is a this is a reward for all the hard work for guys like Elo Choi and all, and you know, all the backups to finally get some reps and to play in front of a, a probably the best place in in America to play volleyball.
1: Yeah, and and last thing too, maybe Charlie learned from that season. Oh man, it feels like so long ago now, four seasons ago when right. uh, Stein was still here, and they did go on that insane like set win streak right he was still playing the starters they would just I mean game times were like hour and a half because they would just wipe through everyone and you know what maybe he learned from that he's like you know maybe I should kind of relax my starters so that they are ready and fresh and stay fresh don't risk any crazy unforeseen type of injury or anything like let them do their thing get the other guys ready in case you really do need to use them but yeah, hats off, and they uh, to them again. So they're still. They also play tonight. By the way, if, if the weather's not too bad, against Concordia Irvine again, seven p.m. Hawaii time at the Simplify Arena at Turf Center. All right, we'll be back to talk more local sports next on Wake Up in the Den.
0: Wake Up in the Den with Koolay Agbani on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, ninety five point one FM and AM seven sixty. see what you did there you
1: see what i did there oh my goodness you guys should totally see
0: the (laughs) smile on her face that is so funny
1: right when it came on you're my sunshine girl she totally
0: hit the post with the smile like
1: yep that's me it's Uh your rainbows and sunshine girl in this gloomy gloomy weather so hopefully we're brightening up your day just a little bit because i know sometimes you look outside it gets a little gloomy i don't know you know like I love the rain. I love the weather. I love outside. Right. I love every day. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's
0: still Hawaii-ne.
1: Yeah. Yes. Still Hawaii-ne. That's why I just, you know. Right. Like I said, if you don't if you don't need to. So this is the thing, right? Because I've learned and I think that's why I'm always sunshine and rainbows. Like that's right. why I always have to tell Alan because he'll get like, he'll go down the Twitter rabbit hole. And I'm like, then you'll start to see him get angry. And I'm like, dude. Anytime you're on social media, and and I've taught myself to do this. Anytime you're on social media and you start getting, like, that inkling of, like, getting upset, like, I... I cut myself off like I seriously come out because it's like why am I gonna let this fake world like affect the way that I'm feeling so same thing like if you're that's why I advise people if you don't need to go anywhere just stay in the comfort of your own home and binge watch your favorite shows or something because Mm -hmm. it's just gonna make you angry going driving in this weather knowing that roads might get closed in this rain some people might be driving really slow there's really traffic or you're gonna meet that person with the big lifted Yoda that likes to drive really fast on the freeway. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking to you. Wow. <laughs> As I was just like, I'm sunshine, I'm talking to you. Everyone has been that person. Like, you're trying to drive like a reasonable speed on the freeway, and then you just have the big lifted truck that goes, room and then it like splashes your windshield, and they just like speeding on the freeway, and you're just, come on now. So, and you got
0: a, yeah, you got a free car wash. No, you didn't want that?
1: Trying to be safe here, wow. and so and then like, yeah. So again, <laughs> take take it out of the equation as it is gloomy outside, yeah. but just you know, have a good day and be.
0: Guys, it's it's Friday. That I'm happy and and a, a a bad weather day, a bad wet like rainy day in Hawaii. It's still Hawaii. I actually shared that with uh la um last week um. Gary LaVox, uh, lead singer for Rascal Flatts, came to the uh, studios, was doing his radio thing. And um, he was and last week we we're like, oh, it was a little cloudy. And I was like, hey, welcome to Hawaii. And he's like, oh, thank you, man. I love it here. Then he's like, what, what's up with the weather? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, dude, it's bad weather in Hawaii. It's still Hawaii. It's, yeah. it's better than bad weather anywhere else. And he's like, that's that's for sure. <laughs> right?
1: See, that's the main thing. So just yeah, it's, it's a good old time. Yes. It's okay, but you're joining us here. you your sunshine Carol. Do, you do you have any sunshine? Do you have any good news in sports? Uh there's a lot of good news in sports. Mm there's sports are still going on that's always a good news after we had to go through the pandemic and there were no sports oh, yeah. you know what I mean so every day I'm like woohoo! there's sports uh, but I do have a small report from spring practice right now as our uh, I have a couple reports though I'm getting text messages this morning from people at different locations which I'll get to all of them so for as I said, our Paul Bracht is out there at the Clarence T.C. Ching Athletics Complex uh, watching the scrimmage right now for UH football. So he said, obviously, uh, it looks like initially to start the scrimmage, not no surprise that Braden Shager, as we've talked about before, is QB1. But he said now, and then it looks like Jonah Chong, who is the Iolani School quarterback, he it, him and Joy Yellen look like they're getting QB2 reps. And then he said, it looks like Jake Farrell is fighting with Dalen Morris for QB three and four reps. So that leaves one QB out, though Dylan Jabia. So there you go. But there's your little initial report. Like I said, no surprise there that Shager is one because Timmy has already announced that he is QB one, but Chong and Yellen are. QB2. So we'll get you uh, more progress reports. Another one that I got was from Wink over at Hawaii Pacific University. So we were supposed to, or we're planning to bring you the HPU softball doubleheader versus Western Washington tomorrow. Uh, But we're, of course, we're monitoring the the field situation, they had already made the call to move it from the windward side at Howard A. Okita Field Mm -hmm. to this side at San Island Field, so they've already moved the game, but right now they're trying to just kind of see how the field is over there at San Island, so uh, head coach Drianette Lono said she got a call, so they also have a game scheduled today versus University of Hawaii Hilo, so that game probably won't even get played, but Head coach Shorty said she got a call saying the field is unplayable right now and for them to stay put. But she is on her way to the field to confirm. And Wink will let us know if they're even going to be able to play tomorrow. Because even though it like, say if the rain comes down really heavy tomorrow and there's no rain, I mean, he- heavy rain comes down today and there's no rain tomorrow. If there's no sunshine, then right. it really won't dry up the field in time, and you you still won't be able to play in right. mush. Essentially, so right. we'll see how that goes mm-hmm. for them. But I mean, just talking about the matchup though, and, and it's going to be a really good game, hopefully, because these you know it, it'll be a good test for HPU. They're started the season 0 and 7 right now. They've been playing. They played all those seven games on the road, and they're playing against. The Western Washington Vikings, who are four and three right now, but they have a couple of similar opponents that they faced. So most recently, their last game on the road for the Sharks was against CSU Dominguez Hills, who they dropped both games in the doubleheader. First game they dropped 6-1, and the next game they held they were held scoreless at 6-0. But on the Western Washington side, they had played Cal State Dominguez Hills. A couple of Fridays ago and they also lost but only lost by two so that's one similar opponent another one they did play someone that is in the conference for the PacWest conference in Dominican who they beat 2-0 that's Western Washington and also a similar opponent I thought I saw here just kidding (laughs) oh similar opponent is actually a another it's funny because we were talking about this for volleyball, but in they are in for PacWest for softball and Concordia, who they had lost in extra innings, 1-0. Well, that's Western Washington. So it should be a relatively even matchup, at least when you look at how these teams have fared so far. Again, HPU is 0-7, but they've played some pretty decent opponents and had to start off on the road Th- today would have been their first uh, home game we'll see what they say as the game would be at 11 a.m so that's why they right. the field people who run the field just said stay put doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's going to get played anytime soon and then we'll see what tomorrow is the games tomorrow by the way would be scheduled at it's a double header so the first game would be at noon and the second game is right. at 2 30 so Another reason to follow us on social media, uh, because we will let everyone know whether or not we have that game tomorrow. So it will, you can listen to it right here. If we do, clearly, if you don't hear us, if you're not able to kind of follow us on social or whatever, if you don't hear us on the air by noon tomorrow, then either the game got pushed back, or you know we just won't have the broadcast. So, so we're hoping, uh, we're we're hoping it gets played as. I mean, we love our softball. Softball is here, man. And we'll see. But I did want to give a shout out, though, to Battery Bills. Coming in clutch. So <laughs> because, because we had to um, move the game last minute. So when we broadcast out at Harare Okita, they have a beautiful press box and beautiful field, really. That's gorgeous out there. But there's electricity for us to use. Um, but... Moving out to San Island, there is no electricity. (laughs) And we do have like generators, but they're gas and they just get bulky and heavy to carry. Well, Battery Bills came in clutch because he loaned to us the EcoFlow Pro, which is pretty awesome. It's, It's essentially a really big battery pack. But at the same time, it's not as heavy or as big as even the smaller Honda generators. Maybe you're on oh. the same size as the smaller Honda generators, but... Yeah, it has like four plugs, like four USB. And even like the the three, you know, the three, the big one, like the use for your washer dryer type of plug has that type of input on it. And it lasts for like seven days. So it's it's perfect for the, you know, the zombie apocalypse and this type of weather or the power goes out and you don't have a generator, but you Mm -hmm. can still, because you just, the way you charge it, you can plug it into your wall, but obviously you don't want to maybe use your electricity. So there's also like a, A solar panels you can use or buy to charge it that way as well. It is a little pricey, but, and they have smaller versions. So we just got like the pro version that's, I don't know. The full size, the deluxe. Yeah, yeah, the deluxe. Top of the line. Oh, and it's cool because it rolls like a suitcase. So oh. you don't even have to like if you have to transport it from one place to another, you don't have to like carry it like a generator. It has like you <laughs> you tip it to its side and then you pull out the handle and you drag it on oh wheels like a suitcase. It's the it's the bomb.com. Right. But
0: I, I'm going to like let people know, like Kool-Aid and I have spent years <laughs> of our radio career setting up for remote broadcasts. We've we've done remote broadcasts in all sorts of conditions. All sorts of venues, um, f- empty football fields. I've, you know, <laughs> we've done at baseball fields, high school gyms. You know, places where you we we would have to string two like like two hundred yards of phone line and run electrical cable like up and around like like utility sheds through trees. It is it is remarkable that like you know we have partners like Battery Bill. That can hook us up with like this great technology, and it has an awesome name. Yeah, like eco. Eco. Yes, exactly. So and it's <laughs> very it's, masculine. And there's
1: no noise. And I think technically, you know how like parks and stuff, you can't right. bring generators because of the gas. But I mean, mm-hmm. you can bring this because it's not a generator; right. it's a battery pack. Right. So it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. It's not in stock though until next week Friday if you guys are. Thinking, <laughs> unfortunately, you can't buy it right now. Uh, but it's in stock next week, Friday. So but he again, he came in clutch. We needed it last minute because of this move. And he's loaning this one to us for now. And we are going to pick up one for ourselves from for the, the station when we have to do these things. Because people always ask me like, even when we start working with the OIA, right? They always ask me, "Oh, what do you need? And I'm like, you know, like, I'm not trying to put more work on the, the the shoulders of the our hardworking athletic directors, and so I just tell them like, all we need is power. <laughs> like, just put me somewhere where there's power, right. and then once we get our own of this EcoFlow Pro, we don't need it. Like, just give yeah. me a space. It's just,
0: exactly. Put me
1: somewhere. I just need about six feet of space. We can make it work. I can- my broadcasters are like not divas, like they're amazing. You know, Kyle, Alan, Paul, Chaz, like we're all very like, hey, just nobody's a diva. No one needs special like they they've worked with certain vantage points before. It's been it's been a wild ride, but it's been yeah. fun. Like just kind of doing this. But again, I want to give a shout out to Battery Bills for even if we don't end up using it tomorrow, Elisey came in clutch. To, I can't uh, to I can't wait to us. use
0: this, and you know. You know, we off 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 air. We've been we jokingly like if they, it grows some legs and you know we <laughs> might have to borrow it for the weekend because you know we have a family picnic at the beach. For all you construction workers, this might be a great mm. early you know gift and stuff like anything portable. Tailgating season, you know oh, I can't wait. Oh yeah, right.
1: Oh, and again, there's smaller versions. This is this is like the type you know to power like for seven days and yeah. like to make sure our broadcast can sustain like for five six hours straight, mm-hmm. seven sometimes if we're doing baseball or, or basketball. So <laughs> that, that that's this is like the upper end, and they have it's right. EcoFlow is like the brand, and so they have the lower levels that'll be fine for if you're wanting to set up a TV at your tailgate, you know, oh. to power for an hour or two. So
0: I know people on the west side would would be totally checking this out you know homestead land we're doing this block party guys (laughs) we can power up the sound system the speakers we can have a mobile dj and we can just throw the biggest raja homestead party whatever oh my goodness I'm just All right. these ideas.
1: I know. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. We uh, we digress. Gotta step aside. We'll be back and kick it back to sports when we go back on Wake Up in the Den.
0: You're listening to Wake Up in the Den with Kuole Arbayani on the all-new Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM760.
1: It's going to be all right, people, because why? You are the beautifulest of all the beautiful people. It's Wake Up in the Den, Kule Agbayani, AC Custodio with you on this happy Aloha Friday. Hope you're staying dry and safe, most importantly. Uh, But yeah, it's a little wet and rainy out there as we are monitoring the situation. We told you a little bit about uh, HPU Softball as we are scheduled to do the broadcast tomorrow for the Doubleheader versus Western Washington. But... Uh, it's not trending in the right direction in terms of being out there at Sand Island Field as it, Even if it stops raining, the field might not be in the best condition to play. Of course, another thing we're watching as well is that tonight is supposed to be opening day or night, I guess, for the Rainbow Warrior baseball team against Wright State. That game is scheduled for 6.35 p.m., Coach Rich Hill's second season and full recruiting time. So I'm very excited to see what this season will bring. Uh, But... We don't know. Fortunately for the UH, majority of the field is turf. So it's only like the pitcher's mound and home plate that are real dirt. So that's kind of the only things they have to cover when it does rain, not having to like roll out (laughs) at the whole tarp. So we'll see how it goes. But
0: when it it rains and have this bad weather, it's a safety thing for like because it's visibility. If the outfielder can't like see the ball come off the bat, then then it's it is a it is a it is an issue it's a safety issue and also and and in footing um that's why if the we talk about like if the mound um gets wet pitchers need good footing and if they can't like get, get their footing right and they start slipping and sliding then it affects their control and now that is another um issue like safety issue if they can't even throw strikes And then we could be there for a long,
1: long time. (laughs) A long, long time. (laughs) Throw strikes. Oh, no. But anyways, they are scheduled to do a four-game series with Wright State starting tomorrow. Tomorrow would be a doubleheader at 1 and 5 and then a game on Sunday. But they are, I believe Wright State is actually, their flight out Mm -hmm. is scheduled for like Monday evening. So that could, that does bring up the opportunity to shift a couple of games here and there if they need to. So just make sure you follow, you know, Hawaii Athletics or us on Twitter and see how it goes uh, this evening. But, yeah, hopefully it goes. I mean, it's opening day, but, you know, we never know. Like AC said, it's a safety thing, so we'll just hope for the best and we'll just, As everyone's favorite saying, especially Alan, it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, speaking of opening day, it is the best story in sports. Today is the Savannah Bananas beginning of their banana ball world tour let's go savannah bananas all right i didn't get to get to the full business story of it yesterday so this is actually uh, if you guys are on twitter joe pompliano is like Amazing to follow when it comes to sports business. So he like does this whole feed or the story thread. That's the word I was looking for of the Savannah Bananas. So I touched on it a little bit yesterday. Who's
0: the Savannah Bananas for those that?
1: Yeah. So they're well one. They're the best story in sports. AKA they're like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. uh Their owner went from 1.8 million dollars in debt to Ouch. now making 200 thousand dollars per home game, and this is before. This is the first time they're doing this. This tour. So this was just their home game in Savannah, Georgia. And again, 70 games, 22 states. But some of the backstory is Jesse Cole grew up in Massachusetts and went on to play baseball at Wolford College in South Carolina. He was a good pitcher, but he tore up his throwing shoulder and then his career ended during his senior year. And then this is when... Things got interesting. So he accepted an offer to become the general manager of the Gastonia Grizzlies after college. Of course, everyone thought he was crazy. The Summer League team had just $268 in their bank account and averaged uh, 200 fans per game. But... Out. Jesse had a plan. Uh, he had a passion for theater and performance, and he believed everyone was missing the points. He said, quote, we're not in the baseball business. We're in the entertainment business. So Jesse drew inspiration from entertainers like P.T. Barnum and Walt Disney, and then he got to work. He rolled out a slew of unique promos, fans paid to throw pitches, players danced between innings, grandma beauty pageants became routine, <laughs> and... The craziest part is that it worked. Average attendance increased from 200 fans to 2,000, and the team started making money. So Jesse and his wife then decided to take their fan-first approach to the next level. They moved to Savannah, Georgia, signed a $20,000 per year stadium lease, and convinced the Coastal Plains League to award them an expansion team. So Coastal Plains is like a Mm -hmm. uh, college summer league, and the Savannah Bananas were born. (laughs) but obviously building a team from the ground up was expensive. So Jesse and his wife sold their house and emptied their savings. They moved into a garage turned studio apartment and slept on an air mattress to make ends meet. And they went from $0 in debt to that $1.8 million in debt. God
0: bless his wife.
1: Right. (laughs) Even with mounting debt and only two season tickets sold in two months, Jesse Cole stuck to the plan. He let fans pick the team's name. Mm -hmm. He removed, we talked about this yesterday, all stadium advertising and price tickets at just $20, which will be really significant in just a little bit, uh, which included food and drink. And the stadium ended up being named Banana Land. (laughs) <laughs> and then the Savannah Bananas got off to a hot start. He he actually, Cole, wears the famous yellow tuxedo and fedora, and their first game drew a sellout crowd of 4,000 fans. There was a pep band and choreographed dances, and 10,000 people joined the waitlist for tickets. But that was just the beginning. <laughs> Jesse Cole noticed that fans, again, we talked about this yesterday, were enjoying the game, but many still decided to leave early. So he introduced the new set of rules called Banana Ball. With the two-hour limit, some of the things, no walks, no bunting. Players can steal uh, first base. And our favorite, if a fan catches a foul ball It's an out. You're out of (laughs) here! These new rules sent an already popular Savannah Banana team into just another stratosphere. Their mid-game dances went viral on TikTok, and they gained 5 million followers on social media. ESPN produced a documentary on the team, and 98% of fans now stay until the end of each game. That's a lot, though. In baseball, 98% of your fans stay to the end. Trust me, that's a lot. And the Savannah Bananas have been able to financially capitalize on this success. Again, they make $200,000 during each game, and they have a six-figure online merch business. They sell out stadiums across the country, and they'll now embark on their 70-game tour across 22 states, which, by the way, I've looked... They're all sold out (laughs) because I I was thinking like, I want to go watch them because they have some on the West Coast, a lot on like Midwest and East Coast, but they have some a bunch of games in California, but they're all sold out. (laughs) So it's just crazy because Jesse Cole, he broke all the baseball's unwritten rules and focused on one thing the customer what a whoa what an idea and that enabled him to build what is truly special and it's why the savannah bananas are now the most viral sensation in sports and like i said he is and then he is not up until this moment he's still not a sellout he's focused on the customer because i saw this tweet come up from front office sports as they set off to their banana ball world tour. He turned Jesse Cole, the owner, turned down a one million dollar third party bulk ticket offer in order to keep the original get-in price for this tour at twenty-five dollars. So it's still you get a lot of entertainment, but still a very, very affordable cost. Couple hours, you're in and out, twenty five bucks for this type of awesomeness and I know as our Alan Mio would say he's like it's a gimmick. I was like well I'll take a multi-million dollar gimmick any day. Right. You know and it's still That's... a mix of sports. Like if you still they're still playing baseball. They're still pitching. They're still hitting. If you're a fan you can get someone out but if you catch a foul ball like this is like I cannot like this is the best story in sports business that we've heard and again okay. it all came down to their owner catering and worried about the customer, yes, know know your target, know your audience,
0: and and f- you know I understand you know traditionalists, but the f- the baseball was invented like in eighteen seventy six. Back in the day, the the times have changed, the audience have changed, people's how they consume, you know, information, how they want to be entertained, their attention span has shrunk. I love this progressive uh, thinking, you know, let's, 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 it's okay. I understand like there was a time where, where like the like, NBA said, no dunking or, you know, <laughs> they, like they didn't have a three point line. Now, now they have Steph Curry shooting from half court, you know, cause it's entertainment. They, they're they doing whatever it takes to, to improve and to kind of push offense cause people like scoring, you know what I mean? So like the Savannah Baseball, bananas, Savannah bananas, and, <laughs> and and like all these progressive ideas, I'm so for it.
1: Exactly, and it's it, it's crazy. If you guys are curious, again, they have their documentary. Go. I think it's a four part doc that you can watch on ESPN Plus. If you're really like, what is this Savannah Banana thing? So it's on ESPN Plus. But also, their opening day is today of their world tour. I want to say the game starts at 2 p.m. Hawaii time, and you can watch it live on their YouTube channel. So just go to YouTube and search Savannah Bananas, and they'll be like the first one that pops up. You Know if you're again, if you're staying in, avoiding the wet weather, there you go. You got something to watch today. Is <laughs> learn all about the savannah bananas and be entertained. It's your banana sunshine on this gloomy day. <laughs> but we'll be back to close it out on this Aloha Friday on Wake Up in the Den. Girl, you must let me know, me know.
0: Back to more Wake Up in the Den with Kukule Ogbayani on the Hawaii Sports Radio yeah. Network 95.1 yeah. FM and tomorrow. AM 760.
1: One full of ladies <laughs> shout out to all of my sisters out there all of my sports loving sisters uh, tune in this and every morning uh yeah ladies love sports too and hey eh, if you're like me we know more than our guys guys think they know it all but <laughs> hey 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 <laughs> i can't even tell you how many times i've gone to like not a battle battle but you know like this was even, this was kind of before it became more prevalent that right. women in sports and, you know, like, like, a, like have a conversation with a stranger and then they're just somehow a sports comes up and then they're like, what do you know about sports? Yeah, and you're like, like, oh, test me, bro. Yeah, test I'm like, me. I'll test you back. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, bring it. Uh, so, but yeah, shout out to all of our ladies that are sports fans as well. Uh, earlier we were talking about the Savannah Bananas. So just, One last thing about how it's opening day for them. Hopefully, we also have opening day for Rainbow Warrior Baseball. That's supposed to happen tonight at the Les Murakami Stadium. But um, in case you were curious and didn't catch our show yesterday. So basically, this world tour, most of the games, the Savannah Bananas. So there's like two teams now. It's the Savannah Bananas and the Party Animals, uh, which, oh, I think it was, oh, shoot. There was one, speaking of UH baseball, there was a former UH player that actually does did or does play on the party animals? Oh, shoot. Freeland? No. Dang it. We'll find I was them. trying to find like a roster on here, but there was one. So, like, a former UH player that was playing on that team, uh, but they. Yeah, it's the party animals. So they play each other most majority of the time on this world tour. But they also have like these what they call like a chal- the challenger game. So mm-hmm. they play different teams like their first game uh, against a different team on March 11th is against Major League Baseball Players Alumni Association. Uh, another one, they have like Charleston Dirty Birds. And again, the Alumni Association, yeah. Kansas City Monarchs. Breland Almodova. That's it. Yeah. There you go. Is he still on the team?
0: Oh, I have to check okay. on that. Yeah. Well,
1: if anything, again they they play today, two o'clock p.m. Hawaii time, and you can go to the Savannah Bananas, uh, YouTube to to watch that game. So sorry, I'm getting now I'm getting text messages making sure that. Okay, so if you are planning to watch you HP softball against UH, Hilo today, so far the game has been delayed until twelve. So it was supposed to be at 11. So they're delaying it to 12. Wink over at HPU said, not sure how the field is going to get better in that time with more rain coming, but he will keep us updated. And also Paul is out there. Um, JoJo Forrest continuing a strong spring. He has nice pass breakups of Shager. And he also tweeted, our Paul Brecht again is out there at UH practice and they're having a scrimmage right now. He said uh, the QBs, run some routes versus the air and try and catch the ball from the other quarterbacks during practice. So that's pretty good. And Paul said it feels like a good way for guys to understand both roles and a good way to keep the team together. Also a good way to practice if you you know, you don't want to be like Tom Brady and drop the pass that comes to you. All these
0: trick plays, gimmick plays but, so
1: that's pretty creative. That
0: right.
1: I, that's when you do it is in practice. And
0: I kind of like that idea of um, like having these read routes is what they use in the run and shoot. Well, depending on where the safety is or where the defender is, that's where your route will change. And being on the same page with the wide right receivers and the quarterbacks is, is is super important. And you know, there's no better way than actually just actually doing it. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So that's pretty interesting there. Again, we're sticking to seeing the UH practice still going strong. and It's, almost, it's actually almost done, it's done in a few minutes, so just in time before we're supposed mm-hmm. to expect the heavy rain. Also surprisingly going on right now is the WSL Hurley Pro Sunset Beach out at Sunset Beach on the North Shore, Ooh. the second stop of the WSL CT, and unfortunately none of the Hawaii men's surfers made it to the quarterfinals. As I look at, they're in the bracket stage, so the men are currently, oh, sorry. The women are currently competing. The men were competing earlier in the water right now is a wild card surfer from Hawaii, Zoe, Zoe McDougal. So she is currently behind Stephanie Gilmore in Heat 3 for the round of 16. And she needs just a .46. But I haven't been able to see how the waves look out there. So hopefully she'll be able to get that. Also in the her Hawaii women that made it to the bracket stage, we have Gabriella Bryan and... Betty Lou Sakura Johnson and as I mentioned, Zoe McDougal, and of course Carissa Moore. So she takes on Brazilian Luana Silva. So as of now, that's something you can watch too if you're at home, is the WSL. Lots of our Hawaii women surfers are still in it in the bracket stage as they are get just starting their round of 16. But unfortunately for our male surfers from Hawaii, it looks like none of them have made it to the quarterfinals. Uh, Seth Moniz, John John Florence; those were the only two that had made it to the round of sixteen, but they have since been knocked out. But surprisingly, I guess the weather's not that bad there out there at Sunset Beach either. So it's like, hurry, let's get everything done now before the crazy weather
0: comes. They're going in. to
1: get wet, anyways. Man, right. Yeah, there's, like, so much going on. We still have, like, basketball happening for UH and then also XFL starts their season. Was it tomorrow? Right. Oh, my goodness. So much stuff going on.
0: Yeah, I saw the ah. commercials for the USFL as well.
1: Oh, man. XFL happening, opening day, hopefully for baseball and softball and... Uh, but yeah, stick around. We'll, we'll keep you updated on social media if we'll do it or not. But hope you guys have a great day. For AC Custodio, I'm Kule Agbayani. Mahalo for listening.